opening chapters of the Bible are the seedbed for the truth found throughout the rest of Scripture. As we study the first 11 chapters of Genesis, we will discover principles that can guide us as we seek to have a new beginning with God. Are you in need of a spiritual reset? Good news. Our God is the God of new beginnings. Let's join Scott Pauley now. In the Garden of Eden, there were a host of trees, but there were two trees called by name. One is infamous now, the tree of knowledge of good and evil. Uh, that was the tree of which Adam and Eve ate and fell. They disobeyed God. The other is a famous tree by name. It is the tree of life. Uh, may I ask you, whatever happened to the tree of life? Well, God answers that in his word for us, and it's very instructive. We've come to the closing verses of Genesis chapter 3, beginning in verse number 22. The Lord God said, Behold, the man is become as one of us, to know good and evil. Now let's pause there just a moment because there are a couple of very important things to note. The first is uh, that the Godhead is having a conversation. Uh, who are we speaking of here? Our triune God, God the Father, God the Son, God the Holy Spirit. Notice the plural, the Lord God said, Behold, the man has become as one of us. The same language that was used in the creation. Let us make man in our image, according to our likeness. So here we have the Father, the Son, and the Spirit uh, who created man, now working to restore man. I love this. God at work in the creation, God preparing for the new creation. So the Lord God said, Behold, the man has become as one of us to know good and evil. Remember the tree of knowledge of good and evil? Now it's not just good that man knows. Now we know every evil thing. Evil has come into the mainstream of humanity. And now, they continue, lest he put forth his hand and take also of the tree of life and eat and live forever. Therefore, the Lord God sent him forth from the Garden of Eden to till the ground from whence he was taken so he drove out the man, and he placed at the east of the Garden of Eden cherubims and a flaming sword which turned every way to keep the way of the tree of life. So we have at the beginning of this passage in verse 22, the tree of life. At the end of the passage, verse 24, the tree of life. I ask again, what happened to the tree of life? Well, let me give you two or three observations. The first is this passage tells us something about God's intention. God's original uh, intent. God's intention was that man would eat of the tree of life in the garden and live forever. That uh, he would have the joy of being with his creator and enjoying all God had provided and created for him forever. So there was never an admonition, do not eat of the tree of life. Can I tell you what God's heart has always been? God's heart has always been for us to be with him. And God has always wanted to be with us. The God of life is a God who wants us to have life and life more abundantly. So God's intention was that man would eat of the tree of life. I find it so, so tragic to think that Adam and Eve chose to eat of the tree of knowledge of good and evil instead of the tree of life. Uh, this, was the, this was the tree they could have eaten of and enjoyed forever life, but instead they chose the way of death, the way of sin. So we see God's intention. The second thing I notice in this passage is God's protection. Why would God drive man out of the Garden of Eden? 
Well, I would remind you that Eden is not Eden without the presence of God. And if sin is entered in and the Lord is not communing with them there now, uh, the location didn't matter. Uh, so uh, the, the place has fundamentally changed because their heart has changed. But primarily, God drove them out of the Garden of Eden uh, to till the ground to keep them away from the tree of life. In fact, he even placed an angel there, a cherubim with a flaming sword, making sure that man never got back in. Uh, I've heard all this discussion about where is the, the Garden of Eden. And uh, let's go to Mesopotamia. Let's go to the uh, place between the Tigris and Euphrates River, the Fertile Crescent, and let's, let's discover the garden. Maybe we'll find the Tree of Life. I'm going to show you in Scripture just a moment where the Tree of Life is at this moment and where it will be in eternity. Uh, but frankly, I don't care how hard you search, you're not going to find it because God protected it from man ever finding it again on his own. Now, why would he do that? Because if Adam and Eve had eaten of the tree of life at this moment, they would have lived forever in their fallen state. Ponder that just a moment. Imagine living forever separated from God, forever uh, with the curse of sin upon you. See, again, God's intention was, was not that the curse lasts forever. It was not that their sin destroy everything forever. Uh, God's going to make a way and a provision. Remember, Christ is going to come in the midst of that curse. He's going to become a curse for us on that cross. He's going to make a way that the curse can become the blessing. Praise God for that. And so what does he do? He stops them from eating of the tree of life. Do you understand that man being expelled from the garden was just as much an act of mercy as it was of judgment? God was keeping them from continuing on in this condition. And so it brings us to a third truth. Not only God's intention and God's protection, but now we come to God's restoration. You see, our God is the God of restoration. He makes all things new. Okay, where does the tree of life show up again? In the last book of the Bible. If you turn to the other end of your scripture for just a moment and you come to the book of Revelation, Revelation chapter 2, God is speaking uh, to the church. Uh, specifically, he is speaking to the church of Ephesus. And in verse number 7, he says, He that hath an ear, let him hear what the Spirit saith unto the churches. To him that overcometh will I give to eat of the tree of life which is in the midst of the paradise of God. Would you like to know where the tree of life is? It's in God's heaven. It's in the paradise of God. It's in the place where we are going someday. And here's what's even better. Because we're going there, we will be able to eat of it. What Adam could not do, Christ made possible for us. What the first man rejected when he rebelled against the Lord, uh, the perfect man, the God-man, has made a way so we can enjoy it forever. If you come to the end of the book of Revelation, the last chapter, listen to the description of that new Jerusalem. Revelation 22 and verse 2, In the midst of the street of it and on either side of the river, was there the tree of life? Sounds to me like it's blooming everywhere there. Which bare 12 manner of fruits and yielded her fruit every month. Time out just a second. Our fruit trees have one type of fruit and bloom or bear fruit typically once a year. Uh, but the tree of life has many fruits and it bears all year long, every month. And the leaves of the tree were for the healing of the nations. You see, the tree of life is symbolic 
of God's healing work, God's restoring work, God's blessing work. One more time, Revelation 22, verse 14, Blessed are they that do his commandments, that they may have right to the tree of life and may enter in through the gates into the city. Look, friends, only those who go to be with God someday in eternity will have the right to the tree of life. Only we will have access. Sin blocks us out, sends us away from it. Jesus brings us in. I love this. The gate to the garden was closed, but to the, the gate to heaven is wide open. His name is Jesus Christ. If you want to eat of the tree of life someday, know that healing and that blessing. Let me tell you the first tree you must come to. You must come to the cross where Jesus died. The Son of God died on a tree that he created. But that tree of death made a way for us to come to the tree of life. I'll tell you what happened to the tree of life. God preserved it for us. And he's made a way so we can eat of it and enjoy it for all eternity with him. Would you come to Jesus today? Have your sins forgiven. Find peace with God. Enter into a new relationship with the Lord. And you'll be able to enjoy the tree of life because you'll spend eternity with the God of all life. No matter where you are or what you've done, you can have a new beginning with the Lord. A great way to experience this new beginning is to have a fresh start in your devotional life. We encourage you to get into God's Word. On our website, enjoyingthejourney.org, you will find a wide variety of devotional plans from which to choose. We hope they're a blessing to you. Thank you for joining us today, and may God help you to enjoy the journey. Thank you.